What is up, y'all? It's episode three of Your House, Our Rules Sports Podcast. If you are looking for any of the other podcasts, we have just been so busy trying to get this going um, that we haven't really had a chance to actually, you know, focus on some of the other podcasts. Um, Last week got pushed back a little bit, so um, we ended up not being able to. I'm not going to be able to get one out this week, so the sports podcast is going to be three weeks away of only this, but we do have more content coming on that one. Um, Trust me, that will come. And if you are new to the channel because of the sports, go ahead and check some of those out. Those have been rolling for almost 50 episodes now, so uh, we're, we're a little bit into the thick of things in that one. So you might enjoy it. But starting off, we're going to keep going with the NFL. It's the playoffs. We've reached the divisional round of the playoffs. It was a phenomenal first week on the NFL playoffs. Um, you know, we got to witness, I think it was the third biggest comeback in the history of the playoffs against the Jag or the Jags against the G- uh, Chargers. Um, we had a couple close games. The The Bills and Dolphins game was real close. The Bengals and fucking Baltimore game was super close. Um, the only ones that really were blowouts were the Bucks and Cowboys, which I think everyone kind of saw coming. And then the, the San Francisco versus Seattle, I knew that they might put it on them, but I didn't think they were going to kind of put them on it like that. So, yeah, we're going to do a little recap of what we got going on uh, in the first round of the thing, and then we're going to move into some of our predictions. Uh, Jack, what did you see this week that really surprised you? In the first round. Well, I'm one of those uh, dumbasses who bet on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, outside of that, I went five and one in my picks. So I feel good about it. Learned some lessons. Uh, the biggest things that stood out, I mean, honestly, going back to the Bills game, for one, the Dolphins played fearlessly. Like they were sending blitzes nonstop and were like, hey, beat us deep. And Josh Allen did that because he's Josh Allen. Um, but I think it's I think it's a blueprint, you know, take away their run, make him make mistakes. Yeah. Um, also, like Stolze mentioned before we started recording, you know, they're they almost lost to a third stringer yeah. at QB. Well, here's the thing. Coach. Here's the thing about that. I kind of want to peg on that a little bit. I didn't think Thompson played that bad at all. No. There were there were yeah, multiple there were multiple times where yeah. I watched fucking Waddle and Hill, two of the best receivers in the league, just dropping passes, hitting them right in the mm-hmm. hands and dropping passes. Waddle had a very tough day. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. for sure. I think that I saw uh, one play where they ran like this weird ass like play action bootleg. Fucking it wasn't a bootleg. It was like a play action where the where he runs across and then they fake, they play action to the running back, try to fake a bootleg, but fucking hand it off to Waddle. And they're like, that's the first time he's touched the ball all day. I was like, damn, it's the third, third quarter. And arguably one of the fucking top five receivers in the league is just now touching the ball. But I thought Skylar Thompson played a very good game, and I would not be surprised if they stick with him moving forward uh, with this team a little bit after that performance. Statistically, statistically he had a horrible game. Yeah. I know, but I mean, at the same time, when you've got some of the best receivers in the league just fucking blatantly dropping passes, I watched them drop three passes that would have gone for a while if they would have fucking hold on to them. So, yeah. Let me ask you this because I've been wondering about where Lamar's going. Yeah. Because I don't think he's back in Baltimore, obviously. Um, Titans. If he were if he were to go to Miami, how fast would that offense be? For one, Um, for two, where I think is the best fit for him is Seattle. Seattle has 115 draft picks. They're already <laughs> running with Geno Smith. They can afford to get rid of him or they can afford to trade for him if if he doesn't if he were not go to free agency. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that Lamar in that offense with DK 
Like, I, I, dude, I just think he'd, that'd be such a good fit. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a big story with everything uh, going on uh, with the Bengals and Ravens game. A lot of the Ravens fans were talking about, you know, if Lamar was in the game, they would have won that game. And, you know, I think that the Ravens fans have a point uh, with that if Lamar was healthy, but what he wasn't playing for like the last six weeks or whatever. If they would have put him in against that game, I thought Huntley played a really good game. But going back to that, it's pretty obvious that Lamar is not coming back to the Ravens. I think the best fit for him would be uh, him and Derrick Henry in the backfield against the Titans. They need to get a little bit of an O-line, but that'd be a scary rushing team with those two back there. And the Titans that need will. a quarterback. Yeah. That would be. I could I could see both of those things. I could coast on another one because Pete Carroll with the Seahawks, like Stolzy said, he wants to run the ball. They want to run power down your throat, and having options off of that, and with his ability to throw it to someone like DK or Lockett. Yeah, that could be that could be a lot. I could also see the Titans, although I just think the Titans are in a transition period. I don't think Lamar is going to want to go anywhere that doesn't have. a real threat to win it all. Right. I could also yeah. see the Jets. The Jets are a I, know, yeah, I, could, the Jets too. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, he has um, a lot think, of options I think ahead Seattle, of him. I think yeah. Seattle is more of a quarterback away than the Jets are, though. Right. Yeah. Right. They're closer to a Super Bowl right. with a quarterback then. Right. I mean, out of all of them, I would imagine Miami would be. And I don't think we've actually heard about Tua yet. Has he? We, mm-hmm. We've heard some rumblings that he's not going to continue his professional career, but I, I, has it really play. been confirmed? He's going to play. You think he is? Yeah, I'm sure he'll play a little bit. He'll probably come back and risk it. But, like, those type of injuries and what's going on with him, I can't imagine his career goes much longer, no. which is sad as shit. It, it is. I mean, the NFL acts like concussions aren't a thing. Like, okay. still. Yeah. So like, right. let him play if he wants to play. Yeah, I mean, if he's, still, if he's still producing at a decent rate, like he will play. I don't think right. the events that have happened this last year. I don't think that they can really justify keeping him in as like a, a PR standpoint from the NFL. I think that they mm-hmm. might need to kind of step in with that because like he didn't play this game because two weeks ago I think it was against the Jets or someone he got pushed on like a pass and he fell back and kind of hit his head and like it snapped back a little bit but it wasn't all that bad and he was out cold. Like, at that point in time, you're running some serious long-term health risks. You need to kind of just call it quits, man. Like, is your health really worth it? Hey, bro, you've made your money. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but, yeah, I mean, that's all That's all here and there. Uh, the, we had the last uh, weekend of the playoffs. Um, you guys had brought up, you know, um, Geno and the Seahawks before. I... I the, the San Francisco 49ers are a scary team. And us being from Cincinnati, a lot of people are talking about, uh, you know, wanting to meet up with them because they've got two Super Bowl wins against us on a last-second last drive type thing. And uh, that's the one team in the, in the entirety left of it that I don't want to run into. Um, I, I guess the Cowboys have a defense that are kind of on par with them. But at the same time, this San Francisco defense with us having the 3-0 lines out, they're, they're, something to, they're nothing to fuck with. Nothing to fuck with at all. And, like, Purdy it was the most surprising part about that game, just, you know, putting up 40 uh, just out of nowhere. I mean, he's been putting up against 30, but, like, their strength of schedule from the 49ers has been pretty weak this year. And mm-hmm. the, the Seattle Seahawks are a pretty good team. So to see them do that, that was probably the most surprising game that I saw. Yeah, but, I mean, we also haven't seen the Eagles play yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm still holding – judgment on that yeah like i was saying before we were recording like at the end of the day if brock purdy gets to the super bowl like keep in mind pat mahomes he got to the afc championship and lost Mm -hmm. to the patriots his first year 
and then won the Super Bowl his second year, right? So <clears throat> Purdy is so beyond due for a loss as a rookie. Like the dude's what ten and zero, eleven and zero. I think seven and zero right now. Okay, I think okay. So they, they've us. won. They've won ten in a row or eleven in a row. Yes, that's but, correct. Yeah. So, but Purdy's so due for a loss, and at the end of the day, like I'm gonna take Joe, a guy who's already been there, lost, then seen what the whole build up to it is, versus a rookie. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Yeah, I just worry about the offensive line with that that stout defense that they got. Um, but you know. Another stout defense that we had was the the Dallas Cowboys last night just just shut down Brady and uh, uh, afterwards there's a lot of talk about what Brady's doing. I read something today that uh, the Dolphins actually were talking something and Brady responded by saying that, that there's an offer on the table if they want it, so we could see him there. I also did see something about Seattle with Brady. Uh, for judging from the post interviews, it kind of seemed like he was done, but done with Tampa Bay, not done with playing. So. I mean, you know, that, that whole division in the NFC uh, with Tampa Bay was just very weak this year. It wasn't very surprising. Um, it was maybe a little bit surprising that they got beat that bad. But the, the Dallas has probably the second-best defense remaining uh, in, the, in the entirety of the thing right now. It's just Dak Prescott is a little bit of a question mark with that. And, you know, I thought that they played a really good game last night. They had a limp into the playoffs, but it sure as shit didn't show last night because they, they got the run involved. The run ended up over the pass, and Dak was playing really good last night. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, the Cowboys are very inconsistent. Yep. But when they're on their shit, they are probably a top five team. You know, they've got weapons everywhere. They're mostly well coached, even though I think their culture is toxic as fuck. It Sorry. Is. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I no, never... fuck that. You go ahead and denounce everything about the fucking Cowboys. I got you. Yeah. Bro. But yeah. I don't like Mick McCarthy at all. Yeah. No, I don't either. But like, they do have it in them to go off and hang 40 on people. They've done it numerous mm-hmm. times this year. So I just, I'm, I'm expecting a letdown. I expect the Niners to handle business. Um, Touching on what you said about Brady, one thing that I heard that makes sense, all of his children live on the East Coast. So even though he's linked to, you know, the Raiders with you know, his McDaniels, his old OC, Fox, I think it's highly Brady. likely he stays on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. Back to New England, baby. Yeah, man. I don't know about that. I think Max the man. I don't think – I think he's tired Bill of Simmons. Belichick. Bill Simmons was talking about it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. It, it might be about time, but, you know – the Brady situation is something that you could talk about for hours. I don't think he's done yet. I still think he's got some play left in him, and he wants to. So I we'll agree. see. We'll see him next year. Um, he ain't going out like that. Rogers will both be back. Yeah, for sure. I do too. But um, yeah, let, let's move on to another game that I really want to kind of get into. Uh, was the Chargers and Jags game, which I believe was kicked it off the whole weekend, right? It was the first one on Saturday. Yeah, it was. was yeah. It? yeah, I believe. And so. what a what a way. What a no, way. No, 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 second game. Was the Niners it? was first. Niners You're was right. First. The Niners were first. Okay, well, what a night. What what a first way to pick it off because, you know, uh, that that night, man, five turnovers in the first half. And uh, Lawrence set a record for the most interceptions in in a single half or I think in a playoff game, right? With, with four. Yeah, the only person ever Definitely a playoff game half. where they won. Dude, yeah. Like, that one he's definitely the first quarterback to ever throw four and win a game i think it was, yeah i think i think it was a record four and one half i don't know if it was four in a whole game but four and one half in a playoff game far, far yeah, carson, carson palmer had six over had six six turnovers in the nfc championship game yeah yeah he had four picks and six and two fumbles <laughs> jesus 
fucking what a game by yeah. the bet, former yeah. Bengals. And by the way, just to, just to <clears throat> put this one out there, Joe Burrow becoming the most winning playoff Bengals player of all time in two seasons. He has four <laughs> playoff wins, bro. <laughs> did, baby. God, you know what? Hey, I can peg on that just a little bit. Like, as sad as that sounds, our franchise has sucked. We all know it sucks. Everyone in the city knows that the Bengals have sucked. But the fact that we now have that two seasons straight with multiple playoff wins, he's the most winning playoff Bengal of all time. If we would have played that game before two years ago against the Ravens, we would have lost that game. Lose it every Every time. time. The fact that we're winning games like that now is an amazing feeling. An absolutely Great amazing win game. ugly games. Yeah. Hundred percent. Great teams win ugly games, man. And that was an ugly game. It was an ugly Zach game. Taylor said it Zach Taylor said it really good in the post game, like in, when he was handing out game balls. He said mm-hmm. that was a typical AFC North playoff game. He said when you get an AFC North game and a playoff game and you combine both of them, that is exactly what you get. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> that's exactly what that, you get. that is what you get that was a chippy game man i mean even Collins, even bro. collinsworth was saying on the on the cast and stuff like that he's like you think these two teams like each other and like no they do not i mean at one point I mean, was marlon it, humphreys just gets to throw punches yeah just just hitting yeah, fucking like, mixing in the stomach and shit like that like what is going ridiculous. on yeah it's just that's, that's why i was so happy we beat them just because like they came out wanting to play dirty and get in our head yeah. And I love that Chase is like, I don't give a shit what y'all do to me. I'm going to catch passes. You cannot stop me. Yeah. And you know, that, that was. We had any... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if we had any type of consistency on our O-line, we probably would have hung 35 on them. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah I mean. And I still well, don't think we showed anything offensively. Well, we nah. did. The offense was barely on the field, man. I mean, right. the, the, yeah. the yeah. most outstanding yeah. fucking yeah. part about that entire yeah. game was the yeah. fact that uh, Jamar Chase did what he needed to do. Someone's mic is lagging. I can hear someone. It might be Jack's monitor. Jack, what's going on? Do you have your monitor on right now? Is my monitor on? Yeah, it's got to be you because I hear it. I turn the volume down. Turn the volume on your computer down. Um. Oh, okay. Your mic might be too close to it. Is that better? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. I don't know how that happened. It wasn't doing it, but all of a sudden we were. No, it came out of nowhere. So yeah, what I, is it like the audio output from my laptops feeding back? Yes, in? You yeah. can, it's picking yeah. your audio off that onto the mic. So we're good now. Um, but yeah, oh, I might have to cut that a little bit. So let's just gather it up and um, go back. Okay, cut that, cut that, cut that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, yeah, no, it was yeah. a tough, it was a tough battle in the AFC North. We can get into that a little bit more. Um, we'll save all that talk until the end of the episode and uh, do a whole like little Bengals thing. I do just want to say that just touch on the Jaguars and Chargers game because we didn't necessarily get to do that. What an outstanding performance by the Jaguars in the second half of that game, man! It was something to see like the and able to do it in that that situation uh with trevor lawrence being a young quarterback his first time he got his yips out of the way and just fucking completely flipped it on its head the next half the complete polar opposites going on in that game so props to them man getting that stuff done uh schmidt if you're watching this episode fuck you and the chargers he's a big chargers fan i had to i had to just put that one out there Mm -hmm. real quick well what'd you guys feel about that game the crazy thing for me, like, first thing I take away, obviously, is Brandon Staley's got to go. Like, there's no no excuse about that whatsoever. Like, you're up 27 nothing. You have to finish that game out. Even if you're on the road, it does not matter. But the Jaguars' defense played 
super, super well. Mm-hmm. Like to keep to keep your team in the game like that down the stretch. It's a lot of like what the Bengals have done past two years. Mm-hmm. But I I still don't know what I think about Trevor Lawrence. Like at the end of the day, he still threw four picks in the first half. Mm-hmm. And they were bad picks. Yeah. Like they weren't you know what I mean? Like they weren't just like, oh, I see, you know, that went off the receiver's hands. He picked it. They were bad picks. And as far as Justin Herbert, look really thing good about in the Justin first Herbert, half. My thing about Justin Herbert, for the past two years, everybody said that Joe Burrow was winning in spite of Zach Taylor. Everyone's questioning Zach Taylor's winning ability and coaching ability and everything yeah, like that. Including you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And and I I even said it, you yeah. know what I mean? And, but if Justin Herbert is so good, why can't he do that? Yeah. If he's being compared to Joe Burrow, why can't he win in spite of his coach? Yeah, at least Burrow's closing out games. With, people will say as good of a team. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say that. I, I mean, I don't I don't agree with that. It, it is no, what I it don't is. either. With what, sleep on what you think, I don't think you can look at the way the Bengals have played this year compared to the Chargers and, and compare them at all. Um, I can see some of the quarterback comparisons because Herbert is a beast, but at the end of the day, you know, we're closing out the games that we need to close out and the Chargers are not. And that's why we're where we're at and they are not. So, yeah, I mean, we we can go into a little bit of the MVPs that we picked and that's why I kind of want to save the Chargers and Jags for last because my MVP that I'm given for the week, the first round of the playoffs, was the Jags defense. Their ability to just shut Herbert and the, the, the Chargers down that second half, it was phenomenal. And, you know, I thought that that was the best performance we've seen. Of course, they did give up 27 points in the first half, but that, that second half was just something special to see. So that's who I give my MVP for the first uh, the wild card uh, round. Go ahead, Jack. Um, <clears throat> just touching on that game just a little bit before I pick my MVP. Uh, one thing about the Chargers, if we did like an apples to apples comparison, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is better than Keenan Allen. Yeah. T. Higgins oh, yeah. is better than Mike Williams. Oh, yeah. Herbert and Burrow might be close, but Burrow and his ability to just be so locked in, I'd take him any day. Yeah. Um, and you just they might have right us there, an echo. He's got better receivers too. So there's yeah. That. I mean, he's got. I mean, it's. You know, and also like Brandon Staley's not the answer at head coach. That's one of the big issues holding back the Chargers. But anyway, I don't. We, we could talk about that all day. Um, picking an MVP, I gotta go after thinking. Of, I was considering Brock Purdy, but he wasn't. He went like eighteen for thirty, even though he went off. Yeah, Dak Prescott had a great game, but it was against the Bucks. I gotta go, Daniel Jones. Um, I was just looking at his stats versus the Vikings. He threw for over 300 yards, I think 350, ran for 75 more, yeah. and put up like three touchdowns. Almost a perfect game. That and was like, yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, okay, it was just no. incredible. That was, it was incredible. That to was see. actually going to be my pick, but I think I just had to go with the Jags uh, defense in that one because, you know, this Jags organization, they're a new organization and they don't have much success in the grand grand scheme of things. So to see them get it done in the wild card and go on to Kansas City was just something that I, I had to give them the, the MVP this week. What do you got, Stolze? For me, um, the way that the Niners game started out, um, obviously Seahawks were up at half. And Niners came out and just turned it up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give Brock Purdy the uh, the MVP for me personally. For me, I'm going to go Debo Samuel. Um, every time they needed to get, get like get a rhythm going again, they went ahead, went to Debo. Debo had six receptions. Um, what he finished with, 
133 yards. He had a 74-yard touchdown. Like, the dude was just everywhere. Shit, you, like, know, you know who probably wasn't too far behind that was fucking Avery uh, was Chase. 15 for 119. Really? Mm, Chase only ended with, like, 90, I think. They, they didn't have – yeah, I know, but fucking – he didn't have many receptions. There was a defensive but game. He didn't, right he didn't make the biggest play that, that Yeah, no, that was – that was. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm just – Debo, Debo went – Straight up safety blanket. I'm the best player on the team. I'm mm-hmm. the best player on the field. Throw me the ball. I'm going to win mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Don't worry about it. The exact same thing he did in the playoffs last year and almost took his team to the Super Bowl doing it. Right. Okay. Debo's my guy. Debo's your guy. All right. So there's our MVPs for the wild card round of the playoffs, y'all. All right. Moving on to that, we're going to get into some predictions for this week's divisional round. Um, so. Starting off the weekend, we're going to save the Bengals as uh, to last as usual. But starting off the weekend, we've got Saturday at 4.30, um, the Jags and Chiefs. Uh, so for this one, you know, I, I really think that the Jags stand a chance in this game. I don't think that this is going to blow, be a blowout. The spread is at 8.5 right now. I think that you should take the Jags in that one, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't always find the bye to be a good good thing when it comes to the divisional round of the playoffs. I don't think having time off is necessarily a good thing. Um, at Bengals least, at, won, at least at, the one seed in the divisional last year. Do, yeah, exactly. It just that extra week, just you're not you're not in the flow with everything. So I, I think that they could. I really do want to pick the Jaguars, but I think the Chiefs are just too good. You know, they're probably out of all the teams left, the most experienced team that we have in the in the Super Bowl or not in the Super Bowl in the playoffs right now. And I think their offense is just too good. I think they get it done. Um, the final score that I have for that game was thirty-five to thirty, Chiefs. Stolzy, what you got? That's very. That's super, super close to what I was going to say. Um, same exact thing. Like, I think, if anything, it's going to be like a backdoor cover situation out of Jacksonville. Like, Whoever they might be. just joined here, you need to get out. Um, they might We're be... doing a podcast. You need to leave, bro. <laughs> um, but the um, the Chiefs might be up like 10 towards the end of this game. You know what I mean? Um, but Jaguars get like a late cover kind of thing. Um, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Chiefs are going to be up. 34-24, and I think the Jags are going to score a touchdown, go for two, probably won't get it. I think it's like a 34-30 kind of game. Chiefs win. Nice. Yeah, both those logic is on point with this. I definitely think taking the Jags spread of eight and a half is – it should be a nice bet. It's um, a lot. Do what? It's just a lot. It's a more lot. Than, it's a lot a for a playoff game. game. Like, it's yeah. a lot for a team playing with house money with no pressure. It's a lot for a right. team with so much Coming talent. off a huge comeback win. I'm saying. And there's no way. I mean, and they could come there's out just flat no way that the that. first half goes that bad again for them. The Jaguars could come out flat because of True. how big of a win that was. That definitely is in play. I but was thinking I just, that. But I think they're going to the playoffs, man. Like I think they just come to play. I, I think they're taking a Bengals route in that they're going to come out. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to ride the wave and come out hot. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know if I would go quite as high on on the score. I'm going to be very close. I think the Chiefs will end up winning like I don't know, maybe even 28 to 27. It's probably over under 52 and a half. Yeah. So yeah. you're like we're all over on that. Like it ain't like 52 and a half. I don't know. But <clears throat> all right, sorry about that, guys. I just had to text Brewer real quick, just make sure everything was okay. Sorry, he said sorry my bad. That. Yeah, 
we're, we're all good. Um, so moving on from there, we've got the second game on Saturday, which is the 8-15 game uh, on Fox. Uh, it is the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so this one was probably the hardest for me all week. Um, it, it's just... I took the Giants last week, and I ended up going 5-1 and because we're not going to count that Cowboys fiasco, okay? Even the Cowboys win is a loss for me. <laughs> but the, the Giants, you know, they're, they're my team, and I think, like I said before with the Chiefs, I think that Hurts isn't 100%, and them coming off a of bye week, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be ready for a team with a head of steam like the Giants are. Um, I had originally taken the Giants, uh, and also because I think the strength of schedule of the Eagles is just not not up to par this year. Also, it being a fucking them being two zero against the Eagles, and the last time that they met, it was really close. But I think just playoff season ready. I think the Eagles are just a little bit better. Um, I have an absolute nail biter for that game. I think it might even go to overtime. I've got twenty eight to twenty seven Eagles. 28-27. Yeah, I ended up going with the Eagles. I just made that one up right before we started the cast because I was <laughs> going with the Giants up until then. So Yeah. Yeah. Who you got, Jack? <clears throat> I think it's going to be a lot of defense, a lot of running the ball. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be fairly low scoring. I definitely think the Eagles just have a better roster. I think Dayball, for the, the head coach of the Giants, is great, but I think Sirianni right now is better. I think he's going to have an amazing game plan. I think the Eagles are going to win that 21-18. 21-18. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said i like dable i like dable a lot um the way he gets his guys ready to play it's why i was all over the vikings for the past three weeks when it looked like they were going to be playing, uh or all over the giants when it looked like they're gonna be playing the vikings um to me i still haven't seen the eagles play that's why it's been so difficult for me yeah uh, i think the eagles win i think they got a little bit they just got more they just got more to them as a as a whole like they're just a more complete team i feel like division game uh 21 19 yeah that's what i'm going with all right and moving on from that we're skipping over the Bengals bills game as we're always going to do being Bengals fans uh sunday yeah. sunday at 6 30 on fox we got the cowboys at the 49ers Jack, who you got? I'm going Niners. Uh, I think currently they have the best roster in the league. I think Kyle Shanahan is probably the best offensive mind in football right now. And it being at home is a huge tipping point for me. I also expect the Cowboys to kind of come back to earth and they're going against the best defense left in the league. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Niners. Let's say 24 to 17. What you got, Stolzy? Um, I think this is a Dak letdown game. Not They're just not consistent like we were saying earlier. Oh, yeah. um, he played so well of Monday night, and I just don't, I don't see him replicating it 
again like because yeah. that's the exact that's the performance he's gonna need yeah. to keep score and this, here's this here's the thing too i just want to peg on this real quick because i meant to bring it up before but also they have one less day than anybody else to prepare for this game which i think is mm-hmm. stupid the way that they're doing the playoffs this year you know having a game monday on night. monday yeah. it makes no sense there's an entire spot on saturday and if you want to do it that way you could even put it on friday it makes sense to have three saturday three sunday but giving them like one extra day it's it's just not fair but yeah, continue. I agree. Um, I do think this is this could be a this could be a cow like Cowboys get blown out. I like I do not I don't see that this is. I think it's closer to like Niners win by like thirteen fourteen points. Like I, I can see this being like a thirty thirty plus to low twenties kind of thing. Like I don't know an exact score, but I think Niners win pretty handedly to be honest. You ain't got a score. Throw something out there, bro. You got to. Mr. Oh, I'm going to do it on the fly. <laughs> I just first. I didn't even say that. Yeah, I'm saying, um, you did. <laughs> I said I can't think about it too much, and this is what you're making me do. Well. So, 35-24. 35-24. All right. Well, we're moving on. You know, we got the fucking uh, – we got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Buccaneers because I refuse to believe that the fucking Cowboys won that game. Um, you know, Big Cog Brock's gonna fucking throw it in these motherfuckers. The cowgirls are gonna get reversed, and it's gonna get be an absolute throwdown. I'm going fucking fifteen hundred yards from Brock Purdy, fucking five hundred rushing yards, two thousand total run game, one hundred and nothing San Francisco. Actually, fuck it, one hundred and negative seven, because fuck Dak Prescott. Moving on. That was rational. <laughs> Moving on, we've got the uh, the last game for us, but the 3 o'clock game on CBS uh, Sunday. It is our boys, the Cincinnati Bengals, at the Buffalo Bills, unfortunately. You know, the whole coin flip scenario. We don't have a neutral site, even though it's arguable that we really should have a neutral site for that one. But, you know, our team's got to go in. we got to win on the road. If we want to be that fucking dynasty team that some teams are talking about, we got to be able to go in the road to fucking places like Buffalo and, and win, win on the road. In the playoffs, in the snow potentially, because I saw that there's like a 50% chance of snow, so it, it, it could get ugly. I think if that uh, plays a part in the actual like game, I would say that the Bengals lose. But, you know, I did take Buffalo to win this game last week. I am switching up my stance on that this week. Uh, after watching the Buffalo Bills play the Dolphins, who I think that it, it, even though it's a divisional game, I don't think that it's nearly as competitive as anything that we're going to see in the AFC North. I thought that that game that we saw last week was probably about the chippiest game that you're ever going to see in a fucking playoff game. It, it was real. It was a hardcore game. It was fucking God. It sucked to watch, man. I saw a meme. Grind, to, I saw a meme today that said, "Oh, I'm going to see my uh, uh I'm going to see my favorite team play today," and then it had a Bengals logo underneath it. I'm going to kill myself. And it was like at the end of it, it was like, "Thank God we won." That is exactly how I felt during that game last week. I don't think that we're going to see a defense like that. We're going to have as chippy of a team playing against that. I don't think that Buffalo is going to be ready. Uh, and they saw they showed their weaknesses last week. Potentially, we did as well. But I think that it's going to be a fucking very, very close game. I'm going 31 to 30, Bengals. Who you got, Stolzy? Um, I mean, I'm never not going to take the Bengals, first and foremost. Um, but... My my biggest thing going towards this game is yes the Bengals offensive line is banged up, <clears throat> um, yes Joe's going to be under pressure a little bit. Von Miller's not 
not playing, obviously. Micah Hyde, not playing, obviously. Buffalo Bills, um, their secondary is pretty banged up. I think that you're going to see a similar game plan to what they came out with against the Bills on that Monday night game where they're just going to come out and they're just going to throw. They're just, it's coming. They're just going to come out aggressive. You got to stop me. If you don't stop me, I'm going to end up in the end zone. We're not playing for field goals. We're playing for touchdowns. Um, like, dude, it just wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals win this game by like 10 points because Josh Allen turns the ball over so much. If you give jo- if you give Joe Burrow two more possessions than you, you're not going to win the game. I could see um, it. I think the I think the Bills are going to be a little bit more ready for us than the the Dolphins, though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going like 35, 32 Bengals. I think it'll be high scoring. Yeah, I think I do too. I had some pretty high scoring games this week. Jack, what's your thoughts? I mean, I'm definitely going homer. I said it last week. I'm picking the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Nothing's changed, even with the injuries. We had injuries last year. Our O-line was objectively worse last year. I think a week of practice is going to do them good. I think we're going to have a game plan to get the ball out quick, like he said. We're going to try and keep them honest, and I think they're going to have a really hard time stopping us. And um, if we can manage to not turn the ball over, doing something stupid like some kind of silly fumble, we'll probably get one or two from Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we get 11, 12 possessions to, you know, whatever, like theirs with turnovers, then, yeah, I can see us putting up 30-something. I really can. That being said, Josh Allen's a freak. He can run it all over the field. He can sling one for 60 yards for a touchdown in the blink of an eye. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to call it – Say 32-24 Bengals. 